Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome, it is the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm Dan Bach and uh, here on this Wednesday to get you set for a night in Daily Fantasy Baseball, give a little commentary about some stuff happening in the industry and uh, as always, we're so thankful to have you a part of what we do here at Roto-Grinders, part of the largest community of Daily Fantasy players anywhere and we continue to grow and grow and grow and we thank you for telling your friends about what we're doing with things like this show, and uh, yeah, it's it's great to uh, to have you along the, for the ride. Uh, today, again, we're going to get into baseball here in a moment. I do want to give a little bit of commentary on some football stuff that uh, that dropped yesterday on DraftKings. You know, I think DraftKings has done a uh, a nice job here. Um, you know, putting alternative game formats out there. You know, we talked about it about a year ago that it was odd that they hadn't developed anything besides salary cap. And then this year, they added arcade mode for baseball. Um, they added pick'ems for, uh, obviously, basketball, or excuse me, for football, baseball. And uh, I think the pick'ems were something that I was kind of interested in. Very simplified form, but still skill-based um, because they were giving you so many different options to click through in each tier. And uh, lo and behold, this week, uh, a bit of a change in the way that they formatted it, where the uh, first uh, couple of uh, categories, they really decrease the number of options you have. I think we're down to like three quarterbacks per the first two tiers. And uh, really disappointing to kind of see them make such a wholesale change to that pick them format. And, uh, you know, I think the one thing that we don't like is lineup overlap. And uh, with this, you're going to be getting a lot more of that through those first couple of tiers. And I think it really takes away some of the game theory that still existed in Pick'em when it came down to pairing up quarterbacks with potential receivers and using that sort of leverage. It's a lot harder to do when you don't have as many options to choose from. I don't really know why they did it. Um, it's one of those things where I'm fairly certain nobody emailed support and said, hey, we've got too many options to choose from here. We need to scale this back and make sure that um, you know the game is simpler. Now, I also think they might have looked at their data and said, hmm, look at this. All the sharp players are are doing really well in Pick'em because there's so many options and you know the skill and the cream is rising to the top more than we necessarily want it to. I don't know that that's what they said, but it could be. But if that was the case, then why not just try and find a happy medium? And that was the thing where you went from one large extreme where you had, it felt like, eight options per tier 
now to a couple of tiers, a handful of tiers where you only have like three to five options. And uh, I feel like there's just definitely a better way to kind of approach that than making it so dramatic here in this first week. And uh, I, I certainly hope that they take the feedback. And if you don't like the new pick'em format, um, you know, just don't vent on social media. That's what I do. I've got like 30 some odd thousand followers. So if I vent on social media, then it you know can inspire other people to do what they should be doing. And that's reaching out to support and saying, hey, I don't like the way that this new game has kind of been been changed. I like the old version better. Now, if you do like it, then tell them that as well. But uh, most of the reaction that I've gotten from people, I, I've yet to actually get reaction from anybody who's like, yeah, I like this format better that gives me less options to choose from. I've not had one bit of feedback from people that said that. And uh, so therefore, I think it's important you have your voice heard and say, hey, uh, you know, I'd like it to go back to the other version because I thought the other version still had those. uh, It still felt like fantasy sports in the way that you could still build that lineup. And uh, and I hope that they consider to go back to it. And I'm optimistic that they'll hear the feedback from people. And, you know, you can always speak with your dollars as well and and just not play pickums for that particular week if if that's a better way to do it. And that might be something that I do as well. You know, I've been firing at, and they got a pick them live final, which I thought was kind of intriguing. So uh, I've been firing at that at that uh, a little bit, but uh, maybe I'll take a week off of it. And, you know, that's a good way to kind of send a message as well. But certainly reach out to support if you agree with me, or if you don't, if you like the changes, if you're like, yeah, this is easier for people like myself, then let them know that as well. So therefore they get it from both sides. But my personal opinion is uh, I just think it's a lesser game. And I think too often the game is, um, I don't say manipulated, but, uh, you know, sometimes oversimplified. I think the pick'em format in its own right is a simplified version. But I think in the way that DraftKings set it up, it absolutely fit the threshold of skill game. And I still think it probably does in its current format, but it's not as... It's not as fun and it's not as game theory driven, I think, as we've seen before when you've got now their final tier, they've got like 16 options for you to choose from. So, you know, take a look at it and uh, and draw the conclusion yourself. But I thought I wanted to pass that along and hopefully uh, they reconsider moving forward. If it's one week, you know, whatever, you know, you go out and experiment and maybe things don't go as planned. But uh, I felt like I had to give my two cents on that and also be a little bit uh, care FanDuel made a big mistake. If you're playing like Thursday through Monday slate, they screwed something up with Monday Night Football, and uh, you've got like Kerwin Williams at like eleven thousand. You've got Ezekiel Elliott at like fourteen thousand. You've got Jason Witten at as a wide receiver. So it's about to break all of our uh, all of our tools that are not built to have Jason Witten as a wide receiver. So we'll uh, we'll try and get that fixed ahead of time. But uh, you got to be a little bit more careful. I understand everybody, you know, makes quality control errors. We do at Roto Grinders. It happens. Um, but you're also, you know, there's nothing you can do to rectify it after you've already kind of set it in daily fantasy. And this obviously isn't the first go around, but just be kind of uh, careful of that. Not that anybody's going to roster an $11,000 Kerwin Williams, but if you want to go ahead and, uh, pick up my head to head games, uh, just do it. Just do it. Uh, But there you go. That's kind of what I got on the industry front today. We're going to talk baseball, though, now. Uh, Last night was all right. Not great. Not terrible. 
hit on some things. Most of the pitching, you know, it's not a big day for bats. Obviously, we had a lot of runs scored out there in the game between uh, Detroit and Oakland. Um, but besides that one, uh, not a whole lot of runs scored today. The early game totals, I'm not seeing anything uh, uh, at 10 and a half, or excuse me, at uh, higher than 10 today, uh, a handful of nine and a halfs, but it should be an interesting slate. And again, uh, fantasy draft, I know yesterday they ran uh, rake-free satellites for tickets into the Carolina Million this week. It's a $222 buy-in. So uh, take a shot at that. Again, they've got them at, what, $20 a piece and 10 ticket qualifiers. So throw a lineup or two in there. Who knows? Might get yourself a ticket into uh, the queue coming up this week on Fantasy Draft, which uh, I'm excited for that Carolina Million. Still feel like last week got a good shot at it. Had the Crabtree. Stupid Deshaun Jackson. Still venting about that one, but uh, we'll try again this week. Uh, but let's look at pitching here today in baseball. And, uh, you know, you got some high-end guys for sure. You got Chris Sale uh, sitting here on this slate, uh, 13-2 over on uh, DraftKings. Uh, and we've got 25-6 over on Fantasy Draft uh, and 11-6 over on FanDuel. You know, he's the second half... Uh, See, the second half of the season struggles, late in the season struggles, have always gonna been a problem for him in his career. If you look at his splits um, over the first couple months versus the last couple months, pretty extreme. Um, but he's still just an uber-talented guy here. So uh, I don't think he's like an automatic play. I don't think he's an automatic fade. Um, but the interesting guy to look at here today, the other high-end guy in this slate is Robbie Ray. And it's kind of crazy to see Robbie Ray at, uh, I think, a, a higher salary than we have on Chris Sale, or very comparable, 13K on DraftKings, 25-2 on Fantasy Draft. And uh, if you click his player page, this is phenomenal. This is amazing. He struck out 45 of 95 batters since returning from the disabled list. So he sets like a K rate of like 45%, um, which is absolutely absurd. Double-digit Ks in four consecutive, also had a nine-strikeout day. Um, that uh, the the start before that he has been just ridiculously locked in. Uh, DraftKings 34, 33, 47, 32, 28, and now he gets the San Diego Padres in a great, great, great uh, pitching environment. Now San Diego hit up uh, the Diamondbacks pretty well yesterday, and for a guy who's been that dominant, you would have expected him to be a little bit stronger favorite. You know, minus 135 is the uh, the Vegas line here. Lamette, a pretty decent pitcher on San Diego's side of things. But for a guy who is, you know, pitching at the level that he is, I would have thought like minus 150 at least here. So I think that's a little bit of a concern for me. I don't think it's a, a plug and play. It's probably a bit of a hedge spot on either of these two. And um, and yeah, I'll have some, some exposure. If I have to play one in cash games today, I'm uh, probably taking Chris Sale, especially on like a single pitcher site like FanDuel. You want to get that win and quality start. And, uh, you know, he's a much greater favorite today. But the largest favorite tonight is uh, Alex Wood. Moderately priced out there, but certainly doesn't carry anywhere near the upside we see in those other two guys. Um, just because he usually doesn't go too deep into games. Can get you into the seventh inning, but uh, that's about the best that he's going to do. And uh, he is at, um, again... Nice salary today, 18K on Fantasy Draft, 9-3 
on FanDuel, and they're wrapping up their series with the Phillies today. Jake Thompson on the other side. I mean, Dodgers should be able to put up a ton of runs today. So I certainly don't mind Alex Wood. I certainly don't think I'm going there on a single pitcher site. Um, but again, another guy's really locked into uh, probably those win points today. So I don't mind him. Now, John Lester is uh, popping on a lot of models here today against Tampa. And, uh, you know, rightfully so. Tampa's a team that does strike out a lot. We've, you know, the, the, the K numbers on, on Lester are all over the map here today. That offense, bit of a downgrade when you when you look into uh, Chris Bryant not, not pitching or not playing. Um, but still an implied run total of 3.8 today for the Rays. A Lester 9,200 over on DraftKings. So uh, I think our, like, Options here today are Wood, Lester, and then Brad Peacock going against uh, the White Sox. A super strong favorite today. James Shields on the mound. Uh, the one thing that I did look at today, and I and I did a lot of uh, plate IQ queries today. If you haven't used plate IQ, it's excellent. It matches up you know, pitch type versus um, the success of hitters versus said pitch type. And, uh, you know, a couple of guys on the White Sox really popped, including Jose Abreu and Nick Delmonico. And those guys hit third and fourth. So I think the K upside is absolutely there with Peacock. I think the uh, the win upside is there for Peacock. You know, I mean, the interesting thing about this matchup, 6.2, that's the highest implied run total on the board today for an offense. And the uh, 3.3, I believe is the lowest implied run total, uh, second lowest. Uh, the Phillies are 3.2, so almost the, uh, but lower than the Baltimore Orioles are against Chris Sale. So I think Peacock's going to garner a lot of ownership, but I will say, I will say this I'll have a contrarian White Sox stack if I'm playing low dollar GPP tournaments today, just based on some of that uh, plate IQ numbers, which we'll talk about a little bit as the show goes on today. Um, but it's hard to argue with the uh, the potential upside that, that, that he brings. Probably greater upside than John Lester and Alex Wood, uh, but I just don't love that matchup today. So I think Lester's going to be chalk as SP2, but I'm going to go Wood, Peacock, and then Lester if I'm kind of ranking those. Uh, Luke Weaver's on this slate too. He's pitched excellent. He gets a, a, a tough date though against the Reds who are in a great hitting environment today. But I love the matchup against uh, rookie Davis pitching for Cincinnati. When he was up the first go-around for Cincinnati, this guy was not good. Uh, ERA of 7.5. Watts hits per innings pitch of 2.12. And I think that was like through five starts. So, yeah, rookie Davis, you know, pitching like a rookie. And the Cardinals should be able to put some runs on the board. But it's pretty high implied run total today for the Reds at 4.18. Weaver's been super solid uh, the last four or five starts. I remember when we got him at like 5-4 and I had a deposit you-know-what going on this show. Uh, No longer. We don't have that. And then the last guy to talk about, and he's I overlook him every single week or every single start practically, is Gio Gonzalez. has been super steady this year. Has not had those blow-up starts. Uh, you know, the last two of the last three haven't been great. 12.45, 10.9. Uh, but he did have a streak of 24, 29, 24, 23, 31. Uh, and we're looking at a salary of him, I don't say at an all-time low, but it's 9,500. Just to give you a context, his salary over the last seven starts or so has been 
10, 7, 11, 1, 11, 9, 12, 5, 12, K, 11, 5, 11, 5, 11, 2. Uh, so, you know, he hasn't been this low since June the 14th. So he's been really good this season. And I think they're a little bit worried about this matchup uh, versus the Atlanta Braves. Obviously, that's a nice ballpark to hit in. Um, uh, looking at the BVP angle, Freddie Freeman and Matt Kemp have pretty much had his number. Five doubles, three home runs, and 42 at-bats for Freeman. Uh, two home runs uh, and a double in 25 at-bats, eight hits against him for Matt Kemp. NC Arte, 11 for 22 with a couple of extra base hits. So he hasn't had a great track record maybe against some of these hitters, and I'm wondering if uh, if that's you know potentially baked in a little bit there. So I'm probably going to cool a little bit on Gio Gonzalez here today. Uh, so there you go. That's kind of my uh, outlook in terms of the hitters. Let's kind of get to each position here. And we'll start with the catcher spot. And uh, <clears throat> let's see. Looking at this, again, got to filter the slate here because, again, there is an early slate. Again, if you're looking for that info, Morning Grind has you covered. Uh, let's start with uh, some value. Again, lots of expensive pitching today. If we can get some catching in our lineup today under 3K. Matt Wieters, 2600 against Lucas Sims. Uh, really cheap price tag for a team that should be able to score some runs today. But I think Jake Thompson pitching for Philadelphia and getting Yusmani Grandal at 3K is where I am looking the most here. Uh, really fair price on him. A ballpark upgrade for the Do uh, for the Dodgers and, and the guy who did hit a home run yesterday, you know, gave you 21 DraftKings points. Uh, in that matchup, or maybe that's FanDuel points. Um, but still, like 3K, way too cheap for him, I think, on one of my favorite stackable offenses for us today. And then the guy that I'm I'm looking at again, and, uh, you know, I, I was on him yesterday and disappointed, and I think I can go back to it today, and that's Brian McCann, potentially, against James Shields. And uh, I, I'm looking at, you know, the pitch types here. The thing about... Um, uh, the thing about uh, James Shields is, you know, he throws a lot of junk out there. You know, only 37% fastballs compared to, um, you know, the league average of 52% fastballs. And, you know, one of the uh, the pitch types he likes to throw a lot, curveball, 22% of the time uh, versus a 10% average. And uh, a guy like Brian McCann has a hit average of, what, 7% higher than the league on that particular pitch. So that one's kind of popping for me a little bit. I'm already interested in this team as is, you know, because basically he's a gas can. Uh, but definitely one potential plate IQ play at that kind of catcher position. So Brian McCann, like the salary on him, don't love the batting order. That's the uh, kind of problem, batting potentially ninth here. But he's a guy that I'm certainly looking at a little bit today. Uh, there wasn't a lot that I loved at this position, so I was probably just going to be Grandal and McCann are going to be my kind of top two options today. You know, Russell Martin against Eunice, another guy to kind of consider. Eunice doesn't throw a lot of fastballs, another kind of junk pitcher. And uh, in 337 weighted OBA against righties this season, uh, pretty solid there for uh, Russell Martin. So catch a tough spot, probably not playing one on fantasy draft today if I don't have to. 
this is interesting over at first base. The guy who uh, you know pops on the price per point projection for us uh, is Yonder Alonso of all people against Andrew Kashner. 375 Woba, 224 ISO against righties. And again, we're going to go back to plate IQ today and use a lot of these uh, these kind of metrics. And what I really look for when I'm using plate IQ is to find what pitch the pitcher uses most, like above average, above what the normal pitcher will do. And for Kashner, it's simply the fastball. You know, he uh, throws 64% fastballs um, as opposed to a league average of 52%. So uh, what I'm also starting to look for is, you know, who hits the fastball best on this team. And it just happens to be Yonder Alonso. Now, it's not, it's not huge in this side of things, um, you know, it's only a couple of percentages, uh, hit percentages higher, but it is still higher. And at the, uh, at the, um, with fastballs, it's, it's, there's a lot of guys that hit lower. For example, Zanino today, like 6% lower hit average against fastballs. Uh, one guy who's, who's way up Guillermo Heredia, big on fastballs, but Kyle Seeger about average, Nelson Cruz about average, Cano, um, uh, again, all these guys about average, below average. The one guy who was above, though, was Yonder Alonso. So he's already kind of popping on the models that aren't incorporating that. You add that in, and uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot today. A $3,700 salary. I really like. Now, I did talk about Jose Abreu, too, against Brad Peacock. And lo and behold, he's sitting there at a $3,800 salary and this is one that just just popped off the page for me today again I'm not going to go through every single guy but there was a handful that did and he was one of them and if you look at Peacock he basically throws two pitches it's a slider at 38 percent and a fastball at 51 percent so you look at uh, Jose Abreu here and his fastball numbers below the average 44 percent against fastballs. So that's not good, but he crushes the slider at a 21% hit rate over a 13.8% average. So uh, the question is, how many sliders is he going to see uh, from Brad Peacock? And if he gets one, uh, that's the pitch he's going to hit out. And there's, you know, a pretty good chance that it's going to be that. So, uh, and I might as well get on it now since I've already got the page up. He's one guy that definitely fit that one. And the other one is Delmonico, the outfielder. Um, very similar, you know, not great on the fastball, but does he crush the slider at 31%? 13.8 is the league average on hits against the slider, and he's at 31%. So plate IQ is really giving him a, a bump. And then when you kind of look at the heat zone as well, uh, they kind of match up between where Peacock likes to throw and where Delmonico gets a handful of his hits. Again, smaller sample size on that. But uh, those are the two guys that really popped against him for that slider. So if he wants to try and get that out pitch against them, uh, and he's a guy who loves to get the strikeout, I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see either one of those guys maybe send one deep. So we'll see if plate IQ pays off. It worked with Salvador Perez a couple weeks ago, so uh, we'll see. But uh, again, both those guys already popped on our projections for today. Matt Carpenter inexplicably didn't make the lineup yesterday. Cardinals didn't have a tough time scoring. So uh, Matt Carpenter uh, against Rookie Davis, don't mind him. A bit pricey. 
but certainly a guy I, I don't mind one bit today. Obviously stacking the Dodgers, so Jake, so Bellinger against Thompson is going to be just fine. I'm going back to the plate IQ well again. There's a couple of guys that I really like, and it's another one at first base. And uh, today it's it's Albert Pujols. You know, he's going against Josh Tomlin today. And uh, the thing about him is Tomlin throws like no fastballs, 12% fastballs. And you look at what Pujols struggles most with, it's the fastball. He's 10% less than the league in terms of hit percentage. And where does he excel versus the rest of the league? Well, the sinker, he's double the league average. And we've got Tomlin throwing 24% sinkers. We've got uh, the uh, the curveball as well, 22%. And he's a couple of percentage points higher than that. And even the uh, the cutter, you know, 30%, he's a little bit less than league average on that. But uh, again, I think Pujols, kind of an intriguing guy, doesn't have maybe the fast bat that we've uh, seen in years past. And it kind of shows up against fastballs, but uh, against a kind of a junk pitcher like Tomlin, this, uh, this feels like a matchup. Now, the ultimate thing is, let's check if there's any BVP. These guys should have faced each other, you would think, uh, enough to give us some sort of sample size on this. So let's bring that up real quick on our lineups page. And Albert Pujols is 0 for 6. So there we go. So we'll see what wins out here. Uh, BVP versus uh, kind of the numbers, the success we've had against certain type, type of pitches. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I think he's an interesting one-off. I don't know if I'm necessarily stacking up uh, the Angels today, but nobody's going to have Albert Pujols, so... There we go. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, I think that kind of covers first base uh, for us. You know, let's. Oh, uh, the other guy, Hanley Ramirez. I love Boston today. Hanley, another guy. Man, all these first. I don't know why first baseman popped so much, but uh, he was one against the slider today, which uh, Wade Miley will throw a lot of sliders more than average, and he had the best on the team. He and Mookie Betts really popped in that category. So. Uh, might be playing a bunch of first basemen on fantasy draft here today, potentially. Uh, all right, let's go over to uh, second base. And uh, the guy who's jumping off the page on both models for me here this morning is, you know, Whit Merrifield, just 3,300 against Brett Anderson. And uh, yeah, this one fits just fine against the lefty, 370, Woba, 233 ISO, and he's only 3,300. He'll probably be your cash game lock over on DraftKings. Uh, you can look on Fantasy Draft, and he's probably about 7K uh, over there. Let's see. We've got 6,400 over on Fantasy Draft. So, yeah, absolutely, you know, potential plug and play today. <clears throat> I don't mind Taylor again against Thompson. Uh, I think, you know, he or Utley. Utley's only 2,800. I think we're going to see a ton of runs scored. And my plate IQ play of the day at second base uh, is actually going to be Ian Happ here going against Blake Snell. He's one that that really popped for me that I was looking at. And uh, this one came in the changeup where uh, we've got, you know, 21%. That's a double the league average in the changeup. And you also have Ian Happ at 8% higher hit average than the league against the changeup. So uh, I think those two things match up pretty well here. And uh, Ian Happ could be a sneaky one-off. Most people aren't looking to stack the Cubs right now, and I don't blame them. But uh, 
There you go. There's my second base plate IQ. I'm going to have to make a plate IQ team and just see how that team does. Get my like top plate IQ guy at every position and uh, and we'll see how it ends up. Again, this is a free tool for you over on rotogrinders.com. Check it out for yourself. Uh, all right, let's go on to third base here and a couple other third base or a couple of third basemen for us to look at. You know, Moustakis, a really nice salary on him uh, today. I think he's at, let's see, uh, Moose. Uh, I thought it was a good salary. 3400 yeah, against Brett Anderson. You know, lefty on lefty, people too often kind of look at that and be like, I'm not going to go there. Uh, it doesn't worry me with a guy who's got a good salary. Am I paying up in that position? Probably not. But uh, Moustakis, fine guy to kind of match with, uh, with Whit Merrifield today. Uh, Seeger and Andrew Kashner, interesting. 331 Woba, 198 ISO. For him against Kashner today, 3700 a moderate price tag. Not a great ballpark to hit in today. Uh, I did ignore <clears throat> Odor at second base. He was another guy who kind of fit the plate IQ model, so just wanted to throw that out there. So don't mind Rugnet Odor today. Uh, let's see. Any other third baseman tonight? Uh, uh, you know, always a one-off. I love Trevor Plouffe against lefties. <laughs> it gets John Lester batting six. He's 2,500. I don't think we need to go there today, um, but he's one guy that always kind of catches my eye. Turner, fine on a payup. Um, probably not looking to Machado too much today against Chris Sale. That'll be a, a hard pass for me. Uh, don't play Beltre against Felix, uh, I don't think, today. Um, I was looking at the numbers. Felix not throwing... Uh, a whole lot of fastballs, and that is the one thing that Adrian Beltre hits better than anything else. And uh, for his career, not even great great numbers. 13 for 55, just one home run, so it kind of matches up between the two. So that's your fade today, the plate IQ fade of the day. Uh, all right, let's uh, keep it going over to our shortstop position. Always a fun spot. And, uh, you know, as long as he's got his head in the game, and I'm a little worried about it, because he's from Puerto Rico, his family's in Puerto Rico, and my goodness, that island is going to get smashed, uh, and is getting smashed right now. I, I'm I'm nervous to see what the images we get back from that country is. It's a, it's a beautiful country. It's one I visited. One of the best meals I've ever eaten in my entire life is at a restaurant called Marmalade in Puerto Rico. If you ever go to Puerto Rico, cruise ship, visit, whatever, go there. Eat the white bean soup and then experience a foodgasm because it's literally the best soup I've ever eaten in my life. And um, beautiful beaches, great history, the blue cobblestone. I love Puerto Rico. And uh, I'm just sad to know what I'm going to see after this because they can't handle what they're about to get. I mean, Florida is a well, is a highly modernized state, country, city, whatever you want to call it here in the U.S., and people still don't have power from Hurricane Irma. And what's going to happen in Puerto Rico when they get a direct hit from a Cat 5? And uh, and that makes me really nervous. So thoughts and prayers going out to the people out there because it's it's going to be pure and utter devastation out there. And I know Correa's family <clears throat> is apparently still out there, but he's a guy who should crush James Shields today. I'm calling a home run on him tonight. Um, love the Astros from top to bottom. He in particular, 4,600 on DraftKings. Going to be <coughs> about 9K 
over on uh, Fantasy Draft, and that's fine. Uh, I don't mind that. It's when you get the 10K guys over there, it, it makes you a little bit nervous. So he's going to be my top option for us tonight. Uh, let's give you a few other names, though, if you want to. Uh, Corey Seager on FanDuel is like 2700 I mean, that is... That is like a misprice or something. 1500 cheaper on FanDuel. So he is your lock and load over there today. Uh, Trey Turner against Lucas Sims. Uh, I'm fine with him. Tons of upside with the stolen base department. Big price tag, though. So might be a little bit tougher to, uh, to fit into your lineups today. So, uh, yeah, I'm just probably just paying up for Correa or Corey Seager tonight. Uh, all right, let's get to outfield. And... Uh, you know, give you the final thoughts here, and then we'll get on out. It's uh, Lorenzo Cain versus Brett Anderson, 210 ISO, 335 Woba, and a $3,400 salary on DraftKings. Going to be tr- checking in around 7K on Fantasy Draft. Um, that's a no-brainer for me. Like, he should be a really good play, 6,800 on Fantasy Draft. So I do like him. Talked about Nicky Delmonico. Um, you could do it if you want, like I said. Stack up one White Sox team. We'll see what happens. Just do it in like a $3 game so you don't get too mad at me if it totally bombs. Um, let's see. Josh Reddick, really good BVP versus James Shields in his career. I think he's taken him deep like three or four times. So uh, he should probably be a part of those stacks. I don't mind Cole Calhoun today at 3400 uh, going against uh, this matchup with Josh Tomlin. Um, and yeah, like... He's fine. Like, he definitely has some upside for you in that middle tier. I talked about Bellinger. um, Dexter Fowler, really nice game for him and the entire Cardinals team. They could easily hammer this kid once again. But Fowler, uh, he's got seven hits in his last three games. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Back-to-back games with home runs. So, uh, against Rookie Davis, yes. Mookie Betts versus Wade Miley, yes. Uh, Matt Kemp versus Geo. We talked about some BVP there. He's only 3,300. So, yes, we'll go there. I was all in on George Springer with the home run narrative on his birthday. Nothing to show for it. So, that's kind of frustrating. Again, FanDuel, all those Dodgers are too cheap. Granderson's like dirt cheap over there as well, like 2,600. You could play him against Jake Thompson. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think that's, that's going to kind of cover things for us here today but uh appreciate you guys giving us a listen a download being a part of what we do here at rotogrinders.com uh i will um be back uh if not tomorrow certainly on friday we'll check the schedule out if we got a good baseball slate i'll go ahead and do it if it's a cheap little two three gamer we will pass and just leave it to the guys in the morning grind uh tonight football guys daily fantasy hour i'm back for that i lost the losers lane and um i think this week's losers lane will undoubtedly be better than what we saw from tip and pick last week. I will make that not-so-bold proclamation because that really stunk last week. No offense, John. Like, these things aren't fun to do, but uh, we needed to up our game a little bit. So I think I did that. And uh, be on the lookout. We get started at 9 Eastern. We also have the pick six with Evan Silva, Rich Rebar, Eric Crane. Uh, that uh, jumps on at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, and remember, download that uh, podcast, Roto Grinders. Uh, fantasy football podcast, all of our football content in one place. The DFS OGs podcast already there. That's been really popular. That's Noto, Beer, and Chop. Those guys talking week three already on that stream. So 
Uh, and thanks again to Fantasy Draft. They've been an awesome sponsor of this show. Please go on over there, play their site, try those rake-free games, uh, rake-free satellites as well. So really good stuff from them. And lastly, we need to thank our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that a home plays a big role in your life and your family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. So Rocket Mortgage, they give you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home, refinancing your existing home loan. And it's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Now, it's convenient, and our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at a touch of a button. In addition to getting real mortgage approval minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash roto, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Have a great Wednesday night in DFS, everyone. Talk to you again and get ready for some football on Thursday here from rotogrinders.com. See you, everybody. Hey guys, it's the Siege here to talk to you about my NFL Tournament Tactics Package, now available in the Roto-Grinders Marketplace. Tournament Tactics is your destination for GPP everything. Sign up today and take advantage of the season-long rate of $275 to gain access to exclusive season-long subscriber videos, podcasts, or web shows for all three NFL slates a week, access to my model for all three slates, exclusive written content by me and my contributors that you can't find anywhere else, plus you'll get access to subscriber live chat where we talk about the slates and game theory tactics. So what are you waiting for? Sign up today to start building lineups with the Siege's NFL Tournament Tactics Package. Also, be on the lookout for NBA Tournament Tactics returning for its second season very soon. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.